I think that we've officially turned into those old people sitting outside reminiscing about back in the day. I think so too. But for us, it's technology, right? For us, it's technology. Listeners, we spent five minutes before we started recording reminiscing about past apps that we used for to-do lists. <laughs> we were like, oh, do you remember the days of Wonderlist? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it's just like, it's been enough time. We've been adults for long enough that we've been able to see two years. The, yeah. The life cycle of an application grow, get a usership and then slowly fade into the distance and like tip its hat and say, I am no longer useful. Yeah. Howdy. Well, cause Wonderlist was great. Cause all it did was lists and every application. I mean, I work, I'm a software consultant. This is literally what I do. Spoiler. Is- Yes, yeah, spoiler alert. I make And internet. I'm his helper. That I don't like that. That feels very misogynistic in traditional spheres of domesticity. I like <laughs> the idea of my job is going to work with you and just being like, pen. Like I work on the internet. Literally, I'm <laughs> typing all day. And you're like, pen? Pen? <laughs> Scalpel? <But> it, yeah. <laughs> I don't do surgery. Um, but yeah, so like my 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 job is literally in making like user centric as I said, a lot of the case business software. And I just like, there was something beautiful about the fact that Wonderlist was just a list and that's all it did versus every other application is trying to be everything. Now. I don't want anyone to come to us saying, have you heard of a paper? Have you heard of a pen? Do you know that you can also use those to make lists? Because yes. And then I don't look at them and sometimes I'm on the go right now. I'm between two apartments. You know, I'm between two apartments and I want to be able to look at my to-do list all day. And I don't want Asana to keep showing me my recently completed tasks and a recently assigned if I know that it's going to pop up the next day. It's a repeatable task. I know it's coming. Calm down, Asana. I don't need the... the, Whoa, 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 whoa. It's okay. Whoa, (laughs) Nelly. Hey. Whoa, 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 whoa. Todoist is wonderful. It's great. I switched over after using Asana for seven years. I switched over in an afternoon and I've never been happier. I'm glad that you found happiness. Also, speaking of tech, and I'm I am paraphrasing someone else's tweet here. So I'm sorry that I'm not able to give you credit. I've seen yeah, this a couple you know, places. Stolen, but like, how did Skype drop the bag on this? They had a 15 year start. On video calls. I know. And they absolutely just fumbled the bag throughout the pandemic. No one uses Skype. I know. I know. It's uh, it's tragic. I mean, I, wouldn't you feel dumb if you were the person that was supposed to, I don't know, post the ad or something that first day? And you were like, I'll get to it tomorrow. But it was too late. Zoom has taken over. Yeah, I know. And I know, listeners, you don't need to call in and tell me that Microsoft Teams is technically Skype now because Microsoft bought Skype and that Microsoft Teams is doing pretty well. Have you used Microsoft Teams? Yeah. It's garbage. It's garbage. It's It's terrible software. Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to talk about things that we sincerely and earnestly love and in some cases, like this one, dislike. Or in my case have no real strong opinions, but smile and nod when Josh does. Yeah. Say, <laughs> I, I agree, bud. 
this still feels like a weird spheres of domesticity thing where I don't feel good about no, it. No, 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 it's not. It's, it's, I have my own complicated system for keeping track of stuff and that's having it in a few places on a few paper things, leaving myself clues throughout the house. Yeah. It's, it's a, uh, it's a true crime podcast style. Like you yeah. have to find it every time. Yeah. And you just like to get all riled up about Asana. It's true. And so kind just- of like, uh, it's kind of like my 95 year old grandfather. You just got to tucker yourself out, bud. <laughs> What's our topic this week, Paula? Our topic is units of measurement. Woo. Before this episode, you were talking to me. You were like, oh, you know, I was trying to like figure out the size of a storage bin. Bank. And you were like, and you were like, oh, yeah, gallon man. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? So, Paula, for the listeners at home, uh, and for me, would you mind explaining how you knew how many quarts were in a gallon and how many pints were in quarts by drawing a man? I cannot believe this is one of the few things that has really stuck with me from mm, education, being educated. I uh, it's called gallon man. This really is a visual medium. Um, but the body is a gallon, his arms and legs are quarts. He has little uh, little pronged hands, and those are the pints. So that's why you know it's gallon, and then four quarts in a gallon, and then two pints in a quart, and eight pints in a gallon. Yeah, so he's got four limbs, each with two fingers. Yes. And that's how you can tell the ratios between all of them. And there's something else that's supposed to be on the end of pints, but like if I don't remember it, it doesn't matter. Sure, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll post a picture of Gallon Man on this old social media. And you did make him a robot in this. Well, otherwise he has like these weird pronged limbs and it's like, that's a robot thing. This would make a lot more sense if there was a five that went on the (gasps) end of it. Oh, it's cups. It's cups are the fingers. I just looked it up. Okay. So it's a court uh, upper arms, a pint, uh, two pints, I guess, are the lower arms. And then there's four cups. As the fingers, oh, so two cups uh, by upper pint. and lower arms. Do you mean that like the arm is a is a pint, and then there's two parts to the arm, and each one is a pint or a, a cup? Or what am I doing wrong? What? We'll post a picture. It'll be fine. We'll post a picture. We'll just post a picture. basically we'll post a picture. He's just a little man, and it's his little body. And I, for one, can never remember units of measurement, mostly because things that I'm not interested in do not stick in my brain. <laughs> uh, if I find it boring, it does not lodge itself in there. And and I find units of measurement uh, pretty boring. Sure, sure. So I don't. But I it's don't, our topic this week. So I don't really care to remember. Sure. Um, Did you figure out? I, it, it's weird that uh, it's weird that uh, storage containers come in gallons because it is like, shouldn't it just be big, medium, small, very big? Very yeah, exactly. Small? And and the other thing is that like, are people putting liquid in them? I have a pretty good, like, I've got two survival skills at the end of the day. You know how, like, everyone has just a thing that they happen to be, like, pretty good at just naturally. You know what I mean? Like, I have a very good sense of direction in general. Like, once I've been somewhere once, I generally know the the layout and can mm-hmm. figure it out. And the other thing is that when I've got a box in front of me or a trunk or, like, of a car or like a physical trunk, I'm good at packing a three-dimensional space. Like not good at Tetris on a screen, but good at being like, all of these things need to get into this space. And therefore like, what's the best way to fill it? 
What an ultra specific skill. Incredibly specific skill. But what I can't do is visualize how big something is if I'm not seeing it. Like if the if like I've got a box and books or like just trinkets, I know how to get it in there. But if you were like, this is a 30 gallon tub, I'm like, that could be any size. 30 gallon mans? Yeah, three 30 gallon mans. <laughs> um, I just can't do it. And so like I was trying to pick up like buy a storage thing. And it's weird that it comes in like because that feels like that's I'm pretty sure gallons is a fluid measurement as opposed to like, just give me the dimensions it and inches. It seems like you could put sand in it. <laughs> you could. You could just put sand in it. You could buy a bunch of storage containers and just put sand in them. <laughs> Gallon man's tip of the day is I can <laughs> also be filled with sand. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. I love that grainy stuff. I'm Gallon Man. <laughs> Everyone puts milk in me. <laughs> Imagine, okay, let me walk you through a world that is in my head right now. And now it's got to okay, be in your sure. head. Okay. It is a world in which superheroes exist, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a club meeting. There's a club meeting at, I don't know, the VFW. I'm assuming they've taken it over. The American Legion. They're all sitting mm -hmm. around. All the Ant-Man, you know, Aquaman, all of them. And imagine Gallon Man keep coming in. <laughs> and Gallon Man being like, and I'm also one of you. Yeah. Yum, yum, yum. Fill me up. <laughs> with like, justice. <laughs> Everyone's like, what's your super what's your superpower? And he's like, four quarts in a gallon, two pints in a quart. <laughs> The problem is that you're essentially describing the premise of things like, of superheroes like Captain Planet, where it's like, we put things together, make bigger thing. It's the same as Power Rangers. It's like, like <laughs> small unit thing together, bigger, strong. But at least planet. those are creating something. <laughs> sure. Imagine. Like, I'm just I'm just ratios. <laughs> Imagine like they're like in a meeting and they're like, oh no, big bad guy's on his way and he's going to destroy the city. And Gallon Man's like, I've got this one. If you have four cups, how many pints? <laughs> Blisters at home. Paula is doing hand motions to this. Oh, that's so funny to me. <laughs> Stop there, Mr. Penguin. Hey, Joker, look out. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a riddle for you. <laughs> it's it's a word problem. If George has four gallons of apples and Tina has 15 pints of milk, how many pies can they make together? <laughs> and how much is left over? And like, that's not enough ingredients. You don't just make pies by apples and milk. And he's like, how many would you make together? <laughs> he's also very dumb. <laughs> he's great at measurements and he's not good at anything else. But the one time they were in a room that was filling up with water and they had to decide how they were going to get out of it, he got them out of a scrape. And so now they all feel indebted to him. And so he just gets to be part of the Justice League. 
He's like, we have approximately three minutes before we drown. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> Let me drink this water. <laughs> and it had nothing to do with measurements. He just drank a bunch of water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then peed for like an hour. <laughs> and then they got right back into where they were, except now instead of drowning in water, they were drowning in Gallon Man's piss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think he's good friends or do you think he's enemies with the Kool-Aid Man? I think he's enemies. Is the Kool-Aid Man Gallon Man? Here's the thing. Is the Kool-Aid Man... Is is Gallon Man... Here's the thing. Are they two separate famous entities, but like Batman, where Bruce Wayne is very rich and famous and Batman is famous and people can't put together the same thing, maybe the Kool-Aid Man during the day, vigilante justice as Gallon Man at night. Oh, I like this. Because my gut instinct, my very, very, very strong gut instinct is that they're cousins that don't like each other. Oh, yeah. Because Gallant Man's like, what kind of unit of measurement is jug? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I need to know fluid ounces, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) This is is serious. Units matter. (laughs) And Kool-Aid Man's like, oh, yeah. I'm just here, brother. And I do like the idea. Yes. Okay. Now I'm building a rich narrative fiction. They grew up together and maybe yeah. they trained together, but it's one of these things where like they are, it's like Magneto and professor X where they are. Don't both, know either of those. You know, uh, Patrick Stewart and, um, and Ian McKellen. Okay. Where they're like best friends. They grew up together, but they, and they sometimes are on the same side to save the planet, but sometimes they are uh, enemies, and yeah. it's really just a parable for Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X. Really? Yeah, that's what that whole thing is about in X Men. It's that uh, it's nonviolent uh, versus violent protest I, in a lot of ways. It, it, I've never seen an X Men. I think that Gallon Man is probably very jealous of Kool Aid Man because Gallon Man wants to be Party Boy, but Kool Aid Man is Party Boy. Do you know what I mean? Like, like beautiful bikini models, like they want to date Kool Aid Man. Yeah, you know? they're literally drinking the Kool-Aid, and they're that's drinking, his line. Yeah, who wants to drink the Kool-Aid? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Gallon Man thinks he's fun, but Gallon Man isn't fun. Do you know what I no. mean? Gallon Man goes to a party, and he's like, the whole way there, he's like, just be a cool guy tonight. Your only job is to have fun. Then he gets in, and he's like, I have 16 cups. <laughs> yeah. Did you know oh, that my. that kind did you know that that pint of beer you're having at this English pub is actually, there's eight of them in me. Yeah. <laughs> I always know my limits because I know my the fluid ounces. And then the, then the Lois Lane type like comes up and is like, wow, can you tell me how many sips are in this pint glass I'm drinking? And he's like, sorry, gallon man doesn't work that way. <laughs> It depends on how much you sip, lady. (laughs) So the U.S. is not on the metric system, right? We all know this. Famously. Famously isn't on the metric system. Um, It's also technically not on the imperial system either. So so what we generally call our units and measures is the imperial system. It's the, like, it comes from the English where it's this whole idea of, like, cups gallons ounces feet all of that kind of stuff all comes from the english imperial system okay 
um, as opposed to metric, which is, you know, grams and kilograms and ounces and all adds up in units of 10 and makes total sense. Yeah. Um, I like ours. Yeah, ours is ours There's is wild and different. Twelve inches in a foot and three foot in a yard and a bunch of yards in a mile. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We were like, I don't know how many yards are in a mile. <laughs> I think a Use mile. Use your is... logic. There is, of course. Hold on. Welcome to the Imperial System. There's 1,760 yards in a mile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like they, there's no way to memorize these kinds of things um but technically technically the u.s is not on the imperial system the u.s is on the u.s customary system Ooh. Now, now what is the u.s customary system you may ask i am asking the difference is that wait let me ask it <laughs> what is the u.s customary system thank you paula great You're question welcome. The British basically decided that, yes, we're still going to use feet. We're still going to use these imperial units, but we're going to standardize them based on the metric system. So a foot isn't based on a foot. It's based on centimeters and meters. Okay. Versus the U.S. is like, no, we don't want anything to do with any meters whatsoever. We'll keep our foot. Thank you. Which so is why is we are all because we're mad at England still. Yeah, exactly. It's it's I mean, honestly, it's because it would take a shit ton of money to both switch over manufacturing into the metric system versus how it's all set up right now. And also the educational cost of being like, if you asked me what a meter was, I'd be like, it's like roughly a yard. Like, I can't visualize a meter yeah. for you. But yeah, I think it's just funny that the U.S. has to be different. Like, just absolutely, well, like, I did a bunch of research on this. Like, why aren't we on the metric system? And, yeah, it's money. It's money. But it's also American exceptionalism was the other answer was because it was just we want to be because if we chose to move over, like, one of the leading theories is because if we chose to move over to the metric system, we would be a follower, not a leader. Wow. Well, <laughs> I also love because in the 1970s, I mean, I wasn't born yet. Or was I? Um, I but, like this joke that you're either 15 or 80. <laughs> um, I have heard that schools began training kids to learn the metric system because they were like, it's time to switch over. And what a weird time that the U.S. was like, get ready. We're going to switch. It's going to happen. And then we were like, eh. Yeah, it's from 1975. And Congress passed the Metric Conversion Act of 1975, quote unquote, to coordinate and plan the increasing use of the metric system in the United States. Not commit, just increasing use. Plan. And then we decided, no, tired. Yeah, no, we don't want to do this. Sleepy. Yeah, I really think that, like, I mean, my personal opinion is that if we'd come up with the metric system, we'd be using it. Yeah, but then everybody else would be on the other one. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And and also, now this is probably a dumb question, but we use Fahrenheit. Does Fahrenheit have to do with that? Because I think we're the only people that use Fahrenheit for work, for my job, because this podcast is not yet paying me six figures. Just kidding. I don't make six figures. But, you know, uh, for my job, I'm like on uh, calls with people from other countries a lot. And a lot of times they will say stuff in Celsius, kilometers, and I have no frame of reference except their facial cues 
So like if they're like, it's 13 Celsius out there, I go, wow, <laughs> that is. And then I try to tell if they're happy about it. And then I go, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Celsius is actually metric is what I just learned. They, they adopted it in 1948 into the metric system. God, God. Uh, yeah, all I know about Celsius is zero, 32. Cold. Zero is 32. It's freezing. Okay. And that 30 is very hot. 30 is like in hundreds for us. 90s, hundreds, something like that. I. It doesn't make any sense. So, Paula, I, I think that what's so beautiful about units of measurement is that they're all relative, right? You can make anything a unit. If, as long as it's standard, it can be a unit or me of measurement. I they provide a common understanding. A common understanding. I also want to tell the audience that I am, my earnest moment of this week is I am loving how much Josh earnestly loves units of measurements. And I think you have secretly been for the past two years crossing your fingers that we would do this episode. Yeah, literally. I love units ready. of measurement. I, I just I know. I weird. love it. I love it. Um, so it's things like like football fields, like how many football fields? And it's like a hundred yards, and that's what that means. Mm -hmm. But also things are like like a jiffy is a it's from computer science. It's like about 0.01 seconds. Also, the fact so that they're you in a jiffy is way too fast. Yeah, there's also uh yeah, in a shake. Uh, that's a whole unit of measurement. There's like a standard for that. Like two shakes of a lamb's tail is an actual measurement that someone has come up with. Um, I also love that horsepower. You know, you hear it on car ads, yeah. right? You know, it's it's 554 pounds per second. We don't need to worry about that. Um, donkey power is about a third of horsepower. I think we should be using that. I think it would make cars seem a lot more impressive if they were like, it's 70 million donkey power. Yeah. <laughs> um, a couple that I really like, if I can share some with you, um, and then... Please. So one is uh, beard distance. Okay, what's that? So you can think about it like light years, where it's both like time and distance in one. Um, it's the length an average male physicist's beard grows in a second. What? It's, it's, it's about five nanometers. Wow. Okay, I like it. Um, also, a sheppy or a sheepy. Sheppy, I think. It's the closest distance at which sheep remain picturesque. That See, that's what I would like to incorporate more into our life. It's about seven-eighths of a mile. Any closer than that, sheep aren't picturesque anymore. Okay, well, that's kinda, that seems kind of hateful to sheep. Yeah. I also like Helen's. Okay. Uh, which is the amount of beauty needed to launch a thousand ships. Wow. A classical one, which also means that the uh, the amount of beauty needed to launch to launch a single ship is a millihelen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is all from the Wikipedia page and Josh's homepage. <laughs> List of humorous units of measurement. Yeah, I mean, it is, there's some fun ones in there. I like it. Um, yeah. I like this one. There is, um, Twitter followers is a Wheaton. The Wheaton is a measurement of Twitter followers relative to celebrity Will Wheaton. Huh. Um, oh, a Scaramucci is a new one. 
It's 11, sometimes 10 days, and is named after the length of White House Communications Director Anthony Scaramucci's tenure I, under President Trump. I love that. A Scaramucci is shortened to a mooch. A mooch. I love that. How long are you going on vacation for? Uh, like a mooch. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny that like sometimes those things are named after people. Like like the the um you know, you could come up with a term to describe this kind of thing, and this is not a unit of measurement, but like not you know, yet. that like gerrymandering is because there was a a a like congressperson, elected official named something gerrymander. Yeah. Mr. Jerry Mander. We need to come up with a unit of measurement that is uh, the whimsy of a unit of measurement. The whimsy of a unit of measurement? Yeah, so it's like, how do you measure how whimsical a humorous unit of measurement is? It's like the number of, like, because you don't actually ever really laugh. It's like a slight chuckle kind of situation. It's It's like a a knowing understanding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So would it be like a slight smiles? The slight smile index. Yeah. A Mona Lisa smile. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. A Mona. I do like the idea of how hard you're laughing just in general being a unit of measurement. A Mona Lisa. Yeah. How many Mona Lisa's does, is this joke? Uh, So like, I think that, uh, so it would be one Mona Lisa is a slight smile, but probably 50 Mona Lisa's is like a, a smile. Yeah. And then like, 150 is like a chuckle and a oh thousand, it's like you need like, like a lot yeah right yeah like a thousand feels like you're rolling on the floor laughing yeah a thousand is like you're having a good time yeah yeah, yeah. or yeah or it's like a uh yeah like a slight smile is like a a milla ruffle like rolling on the floor laughing yeah yeah <laughs> yes a lol. a millilol i love yeah. it Gallant man approves. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Josh, I think that now is the time. The people are chanting. The people are begging. The people are screaming. I think we got to do a Mount Rushmore of units of measurement. I think probably, yeah. I think probably. All right, so Mount Rushmore is from our card game, No Wrong Answers, non-burning questions to kick off conversations. Available in stores near you. Uh, it is, uh, what, what are the top four? What would be on our Mount Rushmore of units of measurement? Yeah, it's like the top tier of the pyramid is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. these four. Now, right away, my gut instinct is we got to give one to inches. Yeah, I think so. Because it's like, it's like when you're measuring something, I helped a friend shop for a table yesterday, brag. And uh, as we were measuring things, it was all in inches, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of our default. Inches are carrying us through. And if we lost all other units of measurement, if something happened where we no longer have centimeters, we no longer have feet, we could still get by on inches. Yeah, I also think that this is a Mount Rushmore, which is an inherently American thing. So there has yeah. to be at least one like real American unit in there. I'll I'll say there should be four. I I disagree. Four. <laughs> um, I agree with inches. I think that secondly, I would like to give one representative from the metric delegation, and I'd like it to be Grams. Why? Because I think it's an interesting Argue unit your of case. weight. But okay. also, it's the best way to bake. For, okay, listen out there, all you bakers out there who are making food. Baking is just chemistry, and the best thing you could do is bake by weight. It costs $15, get a scale on Amazon, 
uh, I have one. It's great. It changed the way I did things. It's because you do it by weight. You don't have to worry about like, am I doing dry measurement versus wet measurement? Things like that. Where like a cup of water is different than a cup of, uh, is different than a cup of flour or whatever. Just do it by weight and do it by grams because it's much easier to calculate in your head. You don't have to worry about it. You just add and you divide by tens. Paula, you fully zoned out during that entire rant. Now you know what it was like to deal with me in school. (laughs) I was like, uh, yes, yes, grams. You win. All right, we'll do a gram. (laughs) It just seems seems easier to give it to you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'd like a fun one in there. I mean, I don't want to toot our own horn, but I kind of want to submit a Mona Lisa, a Mona Lisa smiles. <laughs> so we're putting on the, like in the pantheon of best measurements, something we came up with five, five minutes ago. Yeah, it's really good. And honestly, um, kind of a patch Adam situation, like humor can solve anything. And Mona Lisa is all about the humor. Fine. Yeah. USA. I forgot to tell you that's on the American system. (laughs) Which is separate than any other system. It's just the Yes. It's our own system. We've called it the American system. Yo, we gotta figure out a way to add it to this page. We have one more? Yeah, one more. The fourth one is whatever unit you use when you ask yourself, how do you measure, measure a year? In daylights, in sunset, in midnights, in cups of coffee. So what is the answer? I mean, let's pull up the lyrics here for a second. Sure. Um, sure, let's do a definitive ranking of how do you measure measure a year. Yeah, a definitive power song. ranking of all the ways that they suggest in rent that you could measure a year. Uh, okay, this is, uh, if, if you're not familiar, this is from the, the very famous, in fact, probably the most famous rent song, Seasons of Love, Seasons of Love, that one. Uh, so okay. they suggest 525,600 minutes right away. I like yep. that, but that feels a little obvious. Yes. Then yeah. the other options, and I'll read them out in order here, are daylights, sunsets, midnights, mm-hmm. cups of coffee, inches, miles, laughter, strife. Okay, well, we already got laughter in inches covered, right? Yeah, we did. We actually would, do. We actually do have <laughs> laughter in inches covered. I would rather not cover it in strife or miles, uh, especially because I think for the lack of travel that most people have done throughout the past year, um, it would really be difficult to measure a year because most people didn't travel too many miles. Yeah, I also think that the miles feels like the obvious choice and I don't want to do it because, you know, you've got your Sarah Bareilles many the miles. It's like yeah. miles is a a thing that, like, I would walk 500 miles. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. pop culture-wise, it's just, it's it's a little trite to choose it. Yeah. Now, I am um, interested in measuring cu- in cups of coffee. Yeah, let me, uh, let me throw a couple uh, out here as well. Okay. Um, Truth that she learned, times mm-hmm. that she cried, bridges he burned, ways that, or way that she died, which I don't think we should do. Uh, I think those are all kind of bummers. Yeah, I think so. I too. think those are all kind of bummers, and I'd I'd like to not. I do like the idea of cups of coffee, though. I do like the idea of cups of coffee. Now, I do want to say they the whole the whole premise of this song, Seasons of Love, is how do you measure a year? They suggest, you know, five hundred twenty-five thousand. There's they don't offer a whole lot of 
suggestions. They have this one verse in Daylight Sunsets, Midnight's Cups of Coffee. And, and there's not a whole lot of other suggestions in this. I mean, they suggest then um, love is the yeah, answer. They do seem to agree. Measure in love, they say. Which I don't know that that's a unit of measurement. I think that's the thing that you're measuring, right? Yeah. 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 Like, seminal musical, very important. Also, like, that's like, <laughs> it's like being like, measure in water. <laughs> measure in distance it's the thing that you're measuring measure in couch measure in couch <laughs> i uh, i am concerned now see my my gut instinct is cups of coffee because how fun right mm-hmm. but this does exclude everybody who doesn't drink coffee yeah so did they not have a year well were they really living if they weren't okay. drinking coffee that is true that is true um, now I am a little bit, uh, I guess cups of coffee is still my gut instinct. Um, I'm wondering if midnights is a good one or in daylights. That's interesting because mm-hmm. daylights, if we think about it, you're trying to say days, right? It's right. essentially poetically, but in the far reaches of our, this blue planet of ours, yeah, it doesn't always, the sun doesn't always set. That's true. That's true. So I, you might I, have different years in different uh, latitudes. I also wonder if this is one of those things that we're just not going to be inclusive of everybody. Mm. You know, like I think that we just got to pick a lane. And I think that society will understand that, like, if we end up landing on we're measuring a year in cups of coffee, that we're not trying to exclude anyone. But it's just the it's just the most simple version. Right, exactly. It's that it's the it's the um spiritual cup of coffee. Like I know that some yes. people like it could be tea. Oh, it could I be like. your you know what I mean? It could be if you don't drink caffeine for yeah. uh for Measuring or profe- or religious reasons. It's, it's yeah. that equivalent of like the thing where you're like don't talk to me before I've had my Yes. So I don't know. Saying donut coffee. Yes, yeah. but it could be your donut. It could be a diet coke. I would it's like the- Measure in Diet Coke. Yeah, it's the thing that you have to drink. You have to consume. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that you're eating it or drinking it. You just have to consume it uh, for you to, like, really, like, kickstart your day and, what like, feel like ritual? you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Could be It could be a, a measure in reruns of Friends. Like, it could be whatever it is for you. But we're calling it a cup of coffee. I'm, all I'm thinking about now is that tick, the TikTok trend where people were like, this is my day. Like I wake up and I, and I say hello to my dog. I greet the morning. I have to watch three episodes of friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love those TikTok videos. Cause you're like, this person is either the most on top of it. Like ever. They're like, I wake up, I drink one glass of water. I do 20 minutes of stretching. I do an hour of workout. I make a smoothie out of all this. And you're like, you are either the most on top of it or you are lying to the world. Yeah. And they're lying. They're lying. Um, I, Josh, I'm saying that the fourth measurement on our Mount Rushmore should be cups of coffee. I agree with that. How do you measure, measure a year? Cups of coffee. Cups of coffee. So we're landing on inches, Mm -hmm. grams, Mm -hmm. Mona Lisa smiles, (laughs) cups of coffee. Yes. (laughs) That's definitive. All right. The producers can create the graphic. There you go. I think that's going to do it for us. probably going to do it for us. 
Imagine. Thank you, as always, for listening for another week. Uh, we so appreciate it. If something earnest happened to you this week, you can send that into us at being earnest pod on all social media or being earnest pod at gmail.com. We love earnest moments of the week. We're building up a backlog right now. So send those over to us. Paula plugged it earlier, but if you haven't gotten our hit conversation card game, no wrong answers, you can do that. No wrong answers game.com. It's also in various locations here in Chicago. Um, if you check out four sided and their locations, um, if you check out, the Wonder Museum, which is a great spot to go. Go check them out. Um, take some rad pictures there and see some cool art. Um, and also in a couple bookstores here in the city. City Lit in Logan Square, which is reopening soon. And uh, the bookseller up here near us in Lincoln Square. Yeah. Uh, we also want to give a shout out to our good friends at Kite String Cantina. Uh, Kite String Cantina is this awesome bar. Uh, they've got awesome food. It's, it's a, it's a really great hangout location, um, up here in Roscoe village ish area on Addison, just search kite string cantina, Chicago. I don't, I don't know the address off. You'll find it. Um, we love kite string. They're so kind. They're so fun. They have an awesome menu, awesome drinks. We're also really big fans here of the kite string food club, which is once a week, they, uh, send out an email, uh, sign up for their email list of what is in the food box that week. It's essentially a CSA. Um, there is like a main dish that is they marinate it. They make it awesome. This week I just got was like Korean, uh, marinated beef. It looks amazing. Uh, there's also lots of like treats in there. There is local cheese, there's chips, there's salsas. And then there's also a ton of produce. It's an amazing deal. Um, I I've been doing it pretty much every week since the pandemic began and I'm not, I'm not stopping. I love it. Thank you as always to Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. She's at RB Cruiser on Instagram. And thank you. At to- RB Cruiser. See? Thank you to Dylan Dutch uh, for our beautiful theme song. He's at Dylan Dutch on Twitter. And you can also find his music everywhere under his music project, Death Love. We love Death Love. Um, yeah. And uh, you can also follow us on social media at, at Being Earnest Pod. Um, I don't want to spoil alert anything, but Josh and I have some cool projects coming up. Yeah. And also follow us. No wrong answers. No wrong answers game everywhere on social media. And when our other cool little projects come up, we will also post it all over there. And until next week, just remember, how do you measure, measure a year in coffee, in coffee, in coffee, <laughs> in cups of coffee. That would be an amazing Starbucks commercial. Thanks, everybody. That's ours. You have to pay for it, Starbucks. Bye.